Hello, this is Janet Gowan. Welcome you to Love Letters Live. And I am doing something today that I am going to have personally a great deal of fun with. I did a love letter last as an apology to pigeons, a sweet, intelligent, brilliant breed I'd been kind of maligning for years. And it led me to a whole world of palomacy and learning even more about pigeons. And today's guest is Elizabeth Young, who is the founder and director, right, of Palomacy, which is, and I never knew such a thing existed, although it's so popular, um, it is a pigeon and dove rescue and adoption organization. And they're very busy rescuing and adopting. So, Elizabeth, tell us, just start in with what you'd like people to know about pigeons. Just kind of ramble. Most of what people know about pigeons is wrong. Um, <laughs> yes, people, like me. People think they're dirty. Pigeons would never be dirty by choice. They love to be clean. If you ever see a dirty pigeon, it means they're in a dirty environment. Mm -hmm. Pigeons are, people think they're dumb. Pigeons are exceptionally intelligent. Oh, yes. I don't know where people get that whole bird brain attitude and feel like, you know, first of all, you try flying, but also we're going to get into one of the, what they do and the, the instinctive brilliance that goes with it. And in, in many, many ways, pigeons are often used uh, for behavioral studies in cognitive studies okay. and pigeons routinely test up there with dolphins, elephants, oh, I'm sure. and chimpanzees. They're highly intelligent. Well, let, let's start a little bit with, you know, I, I know I don't want to repeat last one. And by the way, if you could all please go to Love Letters Live, the, our, our website page, and scroll down to the one about pigeons and listen, you'll, you'll get a lot. But it's a there's, beautiful letter, Janet. Thank you. But there's even more about pigeons. And, um, yes, I mean, I decided to look up what homing pigeon meant and got led to a world of how heroic they were. You talk about that because I already have. So every pigeon wants to be home. That's all it is. Pigeons want to be home. And they do have an extraordinary ability that when they find themselves for whatever reason far from home, to return home. And humans have been exploiting that for thousands and thousands of years. Okay, so that was noticed first, and then humans realized they could use them to send messages and carry little cameras and... Exactly. Uh -huh. All we're doing is exploiting their loyalty and their devotion to home and family. I can't have a pigeon deliver a message to you. All I can do is keep your pigeon with me, put a message on his leg, and let him go, and he'll return to you if he can. Oh, okay. That's coming okay. home. Well, that was my question. So I have read about in World War II, I think it was France got together 30,000 pigeons, strapped little cameras to their backs, and sent them on a reconnaissance mission. So, how do, so they originated there. So they know how to get home. We don't know how they, they do that. They but. take them where, you know, afar, and then they let them go. And then the birds fly home. Okay, that's so you can't say doing. to a pigeon, go, no. go uh-huh. Mm -hmm. That was my question. So, like, yeah. how yeah. do they know where to go? They don't. They just oh. want to be home. Okay. And we're, um, we're taking advantage of, of that. And they do have a, an incredible ability. No one, I mean, scientists have been studying it for a long time, and there's many different factors. There's vision. There's um, magnetic uh, perception. They use landmarks. They use their sense of smell. I they're, wondered about smell. And their sense of hearing 
hearing, they have infrasound. So there's a whole suite wow. of abilities that they put uh, together. And science has still hasn't explained the ability. I know that. I was touched by that. And hooray for you, little pigeons. Oh, the one that we're sitting with here is called Dear Heart. Yeah. Oh, what a sweet yeah, little. You're just curious you why there's another hand touching you, aren't you? Okay. Well, dear this, this is why we, this is radio. This is why we need a TV moment. Yeah. But uh, we're sitting well, here with this sweet little pigeon. Go ahead. So, so, so Dear Heart is actually a little regular city pigeon, a feral pigeon, ah. who was either born with or injured as a little nestling. You see, he's only oh, got a little portion yes. of his left wing. Uh -huh. So he doesn't have two full wings like he would need to survive. And so he was brought into a rescue, a wildlife rescue, and generally their goal is to rehabilitate and release. He's obviously unreleasable. He mm -hmm. can't survive right, wild. Right. But he can do great as a pet, either indoors in the home with people or outside in an aviary. So, so for people who have, well, anybody, but if you have children and you want a really lovely pet... Oh, pigeons make a amazing pigeon, pets. pigeon or a dove. Rescued. Don't buy, don't oh. breed. Only rescue, rescue from polomacy. Well, yes. something really important to me to well. say is that we want birds to live wild and free. Sure. We would never take oh. a bird and make it captive. Of course. We exist to help birds that can't live free. Okay. And so, and there's so many of them. We have over 150 pigeons and doves in our foster care just here in the Bay Area. And there are birds everywhere, all over the country and all over the world who yes. are unreleasable and need homes, sure. and they're treated as disposable. That's oh. why you don't hear about them. Okay, well, I, I have a question about that. A couple of times you mentioned that people, we take advantage of their natural ability to come home. We take advantage of that. For, is, is that troublesome, or is that okay to use their natural ability to serve our needs? I, I personally, I, it's exploitive. I mean, uh, many of them die and don't oh, get yes, home. Yes. It's not, uh, especially, I mean, especially when it's done for frivolous and selfish reasons. For example, pigeon racing oh, is a sure. huge sport. It's, um, people think, well, I've never heard of pigeon racing, but there's millions of birds, pigeons who are selectively inbred to be champions, father to daughter, mm -hmm. all about pedigree and bloodlines. They only care about winners. Sure. They breed them. They release them hundreds of miles from home in the many, many thousands. Okay, so that's a cruelty. I mean, a lot of these racing and things are, they yes. never get home, many right. of them. Oh. They try. They fly their hearts out trying to get home. Get me a box of Kleenex. Oh, my it, goodness. Oh, the stories well, I Well, let, let me ask you something, though. I did read, and I mentioned last time, when I did my own pigeon love, that they are used in some rural areas of France and somewhere else to to take um, blood blood samples all over the world, all over, all over the, the world. world. They, they're so used, that's, that's, they're still used in the military. I mean, there's a quote that you know it's like satellites go down. Yeah, um, they they are still used. So is that okay? I mean, to take blood samples that's saving lives, really. Well, Personally, I I don't think we should be using yes, animals. I can see that. You know, yes, so right. uh, but I think that that is um, sort of more noble than risking their lives just for your sport oh, or your sure, hobby. Oh, for sure. For sure. Okay, I have a I have a I had read this, and you can I, I was kind of shocked at this. Never occurred to me. 
I mean, if I got a nickel for everything about pigeons that never oh, occurred to me, I'd surprise you I'd all be, day long. I'd be a rich woman. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I read that they can fly up to 60 miles an hour. Faster. I was, oh, well. Faster, <laughs> faster. They've been clocked at 90 and 100 miles My an hour. My goodness. Yeah. And yeah. first of all, I mean, we all hear about cheetahs and how they do 45 miles an hour mm-hmm. and how what a big yeah. thing. Yeah. This is just shocking. Yeah. What makes them go that fast? I mean, what motivates that speed? If you know, uh, well, they're they're either escaping a predator, uh, you know, they're okay. they're accelerating and and flying their hearts out. Does to, that cost to, them physically to, when they finally to land? Dodge, well, especially it does with racing. So in the racing, birds can pigeons can burn through half of their body weight. It's uh, such an exertion. You would think, um, and so because uh, their 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 metabolism, bird metabolism, yeah. is yeah. But I tell you, so people are. Uh, Pigeons are victims of their own success. They're common because they're resilient and they're hardy and they're very smart and they live on our scraps. Right. Um, whatever the pigeons don't eat, the rats eat. So that's, you know, it's it's one or the other. It's the, the, all the trash that we leave is going to get eaten. Mm-hmm. Um, but pigeons, because they're so successful and they're so common, people take them for granted. People don't like them. People shoo them well, you away. Know, it's, that, it's that life is cheap attitude. Exactly. And the truth of the matter exactly. is when there are billions and billions of us, it does get a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you think about it, in the city, I always wish that our city pigeons would just go on vacation for a couple of weeks and leave us all here alone without them. And what would happen? I think we would be very sad. I think they bring color and charm oh. and beauty and tenderness. You know, pigeons mate for life. I was going to ask you about their mating habits. When yes. you see two pigeons on the sidewalk that look like they're kind of kissing and snuggling, they are. They are. That's oh. a married couple. Oh. I'm going to spend the rest of the day going, oh. <laughs> well, okay, so you, they, you don't ever see, I shouldn't say this, I don't hear about pigeon nests in trees or on bushes or on the ground. They seem to be freeway underpasses. They're or cliff dwellers. Cliff dwellers. That's, yeah, that's they were. Why. They oh. were. Uh, they're native to the Mediterranean. And so on a freeway underpass is kind of exactly like exactly window uh, sills, roof yes, ledges, yes. Oh. all of that. Exactly. Exactly. Genetics at work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So, so my other question was. You know, how did they know where to go on these missions? But you explained that. Where you want them to go, you have to take them. You, Somehow. You, you you make their target their home. No, I understand that. But, but like, when they're taking blood samples. So what it is, I would imagine, so I could... Uh, Strap a little blood sample. Well, right. But so I, let's say I come to your house, I take a blood sample. But home, the pigeon lives at the lab. Ah, so all so, of this is okay. flying home. So he is sent exactly, to do an exactly. And when with the go- oh, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Okay, yeah, so it's yeah. not like some doctor you can just, can't get just give one him an address. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounded like so you, you could. almost <laughs> could. Pigeons have amazing abilities. Their uh, visual acuity is incredible. They can recognize letters. They can recognize words and nonsense words with just a little bit of seed treat training. How interesting! You Google pigeon intelligence. And you will, your mind will be blown. Oh, okay, good. So that's something for everyone to know. And I've done it, by the way. I've spent, before this, you know, I spent quite a bit of time Googling things about pigeons. They recognize and remember human faces. Uh Uh-huh. They can match a human face to a 2D photo of that person, which is very unusual. Most animals don't pay any attention to a 2D representation. They're incredibly... 
capable. Okay, I have another question. So I passed the other day on the street a little a single pigeon, mm-hmm. and there was a somewhat open bag of Doritos on the ground. I was tempted to open it up and spill them out so the pigeon could... Yeah, but yeah. I didn't because I didn't know, like, if it were infected in some way, would the pigeon know not to eat it or no oh, more than so we would? That's a good question. Well, uh, like, apparently I'm, dogs can tell if something's poisonous right now. Not yeah, always. Yeah. yeah, no, not always. Um, I mean, that to me, uh, it's, I think it's unlike, they, people do put out poison for animals, for rats and for pigeons. Um, and it causes a lot of collateral damage because they die. The animals who eat them oh, are sure, poisoned sure, and die. Sure, sure. So um, chances are those Doritos were fine, and <laughs> okay. chances are that bird kept working and working. He probably like th- will eventually get they it. They shake the bag okay, and the things yes. come out. All they're right. very, they're very uh, yes, clever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now. I had another question that just kind of flew off my internal radar, but you were going to tell us, just tell us some more things about pigeons. Um, one of the things that people, uh, I think, underestimate about them is how loving and emotional. So pigeons uh, are, they're not high maintenance or demanding. They're not even high energy. We call them masters of the leisure arts. Pigeons like to nap. They like to lay in the sun. They like to flirt and soak in the bath. Um, They don't go around. They don't work unless they have to. So Mm -hmm. um, when you see them noodling around the street, they're they're scavenging and foraging for food. Oh, so let's talk about that because the, the perception, of course, I mean, we're in a big city, and I don't see as many as I used to. But you would see that, well, sometimes, you know, you'd see them in the gutter just pecking around or looking for food. And it, it looks, well, it looks pathetic. It looks it, sad. It's, yeah. And I, you mentioned that when they are gathering up those bits of food, that they're going to take them home for their, not just to feed themselves, but their young and yeah. their families. And yeah. that never yeah. occurred to me. Yeah. yeah. So pigeons are very prolific. That's yes. part of why... They're so scorned because there's so many of them. They're right. not rare and precious. That's right. There's many of them. Right. So pigeons mate for life. Uh, they uh, the hen lays two eggs. They sit on. They take turns. The oh, male and the female. I was going to ask about that. I had read. Yeah. Both take turns. All you know, twenty four seven for eighteen days, sitting on those eggs, protecting them, uh, keeping them warm. Uh, they they hatch at about 18 days, and then the parents, father and mother, both take turns feeding them and caring for them. And while one is with the babies, the other is out foraging. And pigeon babies grow very uh, quickly. They're, they start out at the little smaller than your thumb, mm-hmm. and within uh, four weeks, they're full size. Wow. Uh, so whenever I see pigeons... I always think about the hungry family that is home waiting for them sure. somewhere. And there is no pigeons breed year long, all year long. Okay, so, the, so the question I forgot that I've got again is what does a person do if you have pigeons on your ledge and how cute they are and everything and watching right, those right, right. you know, sure. little things hatch is wonderful. Right. And then you get a lot of them and they are pooping on the ledge right, and you right, have to right, right. what's a way of discouraging them right. without hurting them? And that's the that's the right word. The only thing that works is exclusion. How? You have to exclude and or uh, remove the resources. So there's a couple of different ways. The first thing I suggest to everybody is reach out to a pigeon friendly wildlife exclusion 
company, oh, agency, okay. uh, they're out there. So and they're, they're experts. Well. Absolutely. Okay. Here in the Bay Area, Wild Care in San Rafael is fantastic. Okay. But um, you need to, uh, you, but trap, some people will call an exterminator and trap them and kill them. And that doesn't do anything because new ones just come to exploit to those resources yes, that were left right. behind. Okay. There's some things, there's a product that's called Fire Gel. doesn't burn. It's not toxic at all. It's just an optical illusion. It's a gel that is almost invisible. It is invisible to human eyes, but to pigeon eyes, it looks like flames. And so you can use that and that it will very elegantly discourage birds from landing there and no one is Does it discourage other things like rats and mice? I don't know the oh, answer to that. we're going to have to have a mouse yeah, person. I don't okay. know the answer okay. to that. But okay. so you have to explain. I'm asking you. that because I found a mouse in my house. Did you? Yes. And you're yeah. making that sweet yeah. face. Yeah. And, you know, somebody <laughs> said, you got a mouse. I saw a mouse in your dad. And yeah. I thought, oh. Yeah. And then I saw it perched on the top of my sofa, this cutest looking little thing. <laughs> I want to dress it up. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and so you want ways that are nice yeah, to, get, exactly. to discourage. You, you have to find like what breach in your house, something, the little ones coming in from the outdoors. Sure, sure. Gotta okay, figure that back out. to pigeons. So yeah. that there are kind ways of doing this. That's excellent yeah. to and know. Poison is very bad and ineffectual. It, yes. it doesn't, it'll kill them, but it won't solve your problem. Right. That's a, that's a very, very good distinction between killing and solving your problem exactly Thank and you. the the pigeon extermination business is huge it's a multi-million dollar it's so and it's so easy you can make a fortune killing pigeons it's incredibly easy to trap them and it's incredibly easy to kill them and you're not solving anybody's problem but people are paying you to do it because it seems like it would be yes. and it's a really i i there's another product it's called ovo control oh i was going to ask it's, about it's that it's a hatch a reduction food. So many cities will, um, or companies or properties will invest in this uh, special kind of bird, bird control. food. Yeah, hatch control, exactly. Yeah. And as the pigeons eat it, it reduces the likelihood that their eggs will successfully hatch. Wow. And so the flock size naturally... I think we've seen that in San Francisco. There's so many fewer pigeons than when I first came here. And the other solution, and there's some European cities who have made real great progress with this, is they build a... It's called a dove coat. So it's a building that is attractive to pigeons to live in and then... Um, when they nest there, because pigeons are very clever at spotting, like, ooh, that's a good nest spot, you take away their real eggs and replace them with fake. And the the reason you leave the fake there is the parents really like to sit on eggs. And it, it, it and they don't know that it's not theirs? Well, they kind of do know, but oh. they so want to sit on something. Oh, that's just breaking my so heart. It is, but it's the most humane way to eliminate breeding. Okay, so what I was going to ask was, given how sensitive and loyal and family-oriented they are, when they, when they lay an egg that doesn't come to full hatch because of this ovo control, yeah. are they sad? That's a great question, Janet. And you know, pigeons are... We're sad when we have a miscarriage. They're the most... They're the, there's a saying, pigeons bloom where planted. And I think it's very true. Pigeons make the best of their situation, whatever it is. So yes, I'm sure uh, our pigeons, because they're domestic and unreleasable, we can't let them breed. Our pigeons' eggs are never allowed to hatch. 
And yeah, I'm sure. And, and that's because because there's way too many. There's no. Oh, I see. It's like so it's breeding puppies and kittens. Yes, yeah, there's I no see. way you can. I didn't know if that, that was because yeah. of, because of injuries, for example. No, they not at take all. Care no, of them. no, oh. no, no. It's because the yes. world it has way too many okay, people. The kindness of keeping population yeah. down. Yeah. Exactly. And by the exactly. way, you talked about how there are so many of them that they're not considered precious. And I have felt for a long time, as long as I can remember, I mean, I'm not going to get elected to high office with this opinion, I know, but I think it is important for each breed and group to keep its population low enough to remain charming, (laughs) including human beings. Well, I tell you, we could help with that if we weren't so messy. That's what pigeons what live on our trash. Yes. Um, oh. Also, and some people, uh, and this is a controversy, uh, controversial subject in the in the pigeon world. Right. But people feed pigeons. Yes. And are what palomacy says, and palomacy is uh, that means pigeon diplomacy for those who don't know. But what we say is, if you're in the park and there's pigeons noodling around, and you want to share the crust of your sandwich with them, you know, by all means, that's very nice, and I think that's a very civil thing to do. On the other hand, if you're going out and putting out five pounds of seed every day, and then it's going to attract more pigeons, and then you're going to put out six pounds of seed, and it's going to attract more pigeons, and so forth and so on, you're actually, even though it feels very good to be nurturing and helping those hungry birds, you're actually hurting them. That's Peepers, the oh diamond dove. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that the sweetest song? Yes. Oh, I don't know if you can hear this on this. There's a little diamond dove, and it's a tiny little thing about the size of a parakeet, the most exquisite pearl gray with big orange eyes. And it's just, oh, my goodness. Okay, so let's talk about diamond dove for just a second. Because Elizabeth also brought this for a visit. And I guess he's getting a little more comfortable here now. He is. He's singing his and little he's, song. Yes, and he's singing, and apparently they're a little high strung. Oh, diamond doves are very high yes. strung, and this little one was uh, found stray, taken to the Peninsula Humane Society, and he wasn't reclaimed, and they have um, transferred him to our care. So you're saying he was probably a pet in the first place? Yeah, and he got he got lost or let oh. out. Um, he was a pet. That's not a wild bird. He's a uh-huh. he's he was sold in a pet store most oh, likely. Okay. Um, which we're not fans of. I don't even find pet stores anymore. When I was a girl, there were lots of them. Yeah. Well, and so when now <laughs> he, he's on his way. Peepers is going to uh, join another diamond dove that we have fostered in San. Pablo, because they don't like to be alone. Oh, so, I don't blame yeah. them. Well, will they yeah. go on your finger and like, or will they try to with, get away? Well, with time and patience, mm-hmm. okay, they can be very loving. But just if they don't know you, I mean, sure. he weighs forty grams, oh, right? Yeah. So that's about the weight of what three nickels. Four I don't nickels? know. Yeah, that, yeah. It's a very so we're you know we're so giant and predator like, right, right. and. Uh, but oh, yeah. this is wonderful. I, I could sit and listen to you all day. Can we speak about doves and pigeons? Because that yes. is an area of controversy, right. too, a confusion. Go ahead. So there's places, if you Google, on, it'll say, like, what's the difference between a dove and a pigeon? And it says, oh, pigeons are doves, doves are pigeons, there's no difference. Well, that's like saying a bird is a bird is a bird. Well, a hummingbird is a bird, and an 
Ostriches well, but they are a member of the same family. Well, they're a member of the same family, but you can see it's a big oh, I see difference. What you're like, yes, and yeah. as far as care and needs and temperament and physiology, oh, between the and diamond diet. and this. But what well, about for any for all kinds of dove? But what about that big white dove that you have right that's here? That's not a dove. That's a pigeon. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. So some of the white you see are not doves. They're white pigeons. There's, yeah. So oh. doves are sm typically small, uh, like little morning doves in our backyard here oh, in, in the States. Yes. Or little ringneck doves, which are a domestic bird that's bred for pets okay. uh, about the same size. But white pigeons are bred and used for what's called dove release. They're not doves, though. Doves don't have a homing instinct. Ah. So the people who have these businesses, they breed white homing pigeons. Why is it better to have white ones? People, it's more romantic. It's more because for we the see them as doves, the wedding I and whatnot. See. Exactly, okay. and that's exactly right. Jenny. So when you go they to a wedding and they're releasing white doves, those are not. white pigeons. They're releasing yeah. white pigeons. Yeah, oh, exactly. Low world. And unfortunately, a lot of times they won't get home safely. It's yes. it's not a kindness. Um, they'll try to get home. Oh, yeah. But our rescue is overflowing with the survivors that got lost. And we're so, lucky I'm enough so to be glad you brought with. up doves and pigeons because yeah. I was yeah. under the wrong perception. I had no idea that. Okay. It's the word dove is used very I understand um, that, yeah. sort of loosely, right. but if you're actually talking about the birds themselves, there's a lot of differences. Okay. The dodo was a pigeon, that giant, giant now extinct. That was a pigeon. Uh, the Nicobar pigeons with the copper and green and emerald. The Crown Victoria pigeon that has the, uh, there. I mean, there's hundreds of species. Okay, so I'm going to have to write now to a whole bunch of people. That I told, um, where doves and pigeons were the same. Oh, I owe so many letters go. now. Okay, well, I'm glad I you're mean, saying that. You're in good company in that uh, the the words are used very interchangeably. But Mr. Google led me to believe. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to right. be careful what you read on the internet. I know. Okay. I'm glad you really set that straight. I have to, to end with something that I was so touched by, and of course it goes back to something you were saying when talking about the. Dove, yes, obviously a white yes. pigeon yeah. that yep. Noah released from yeah. the ark, yeah. yep. returned with that olive branch, which is of course this famous, um, famous, famous, you know, icon in, in that now means peace and hope. But you said that this bird returned with the um, twig to build a nest for his love on the ark. Exactly. So, so that pigeon, when it flew off and it found uh, that branch, yes. uh, they're crazy for branches and pine needles and things like oh, that. Yes. And it brought it home yes, for I nest know. building. I just, that's, oh, I feel, that's what... I feel so blessedly yeah. educated. Yeah. Thank you, dear. So my yeah. question is, because I'm about love letters, if you were to write a love letter when you get home today, oh. who would it be to? Oh, Janet, that's, that's a big question. I don't know the answer to that. Okay, so when you think of your whole life, I mean, somebody in your life somehow had a hand in raising you to be sensitive to all this that led you from one thing to another. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, well, you know, I certainly, uh, I, I certainly, parents, grandparents, miss, pigeons themselves. Yeah, miss my mom quite a bit. Okay. And yeah, she passed in 2008, and I think of her every day. Oh. And yes, yeah, well, then was, that wouldn't yeah, that be just yeah, perfect? Yeah, she might be the she might be the first letter that I would write. Okay, and I like the way you said first letter because love letters is not a one shot deal, and uh, letters to people who are deceased 
is critical because it's your history in your hand. And where would you send it? That's a good question, too. I don't know where I would send it. Are there it. children in your family? No. no. Are, there, are there siblings in your family? No, I was my mother's only child. Okay, yeah. so you could, you could obviously send it to yourself, but send it, mail it. Yeah, I might send it to you. Okay, that <laughs> I'd love that. But, you know, I, I like to start those letters out with, you know, Dear Mom, I'm writing this to you, but I'm going to send it yeah. to whoever yeah. it would be. And I may send it to myself. And years after I'm gone, someone will find this right, letter right, right, and know about right. you. We loved receiving your love letter in Thank the mail. You. That was wonderful. I, I was glad I found a place to send it because yeah, I feel yeah. very strongly that, you know, journaling is great and all kinds of things are wonderful, but a real love letter needs to land somewhere, just like yeah, pigeons do. They do. They do. Thank you. Yes, oh, thank yes. you so much for doing this with me. Okay. Can I mention our website, too? Yes, of course. Pigeonrescue.org. Okay, pigeonrescue.org. Yes, and when you hear this, you'll get so much information that you'll be so glad you have. Okay, 